Hello everyone, I'm, Grand I'm French Grandmaster Laurent Fossinet and welcome to the fifth episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast, where I'm joined by my dear friends and colleagues, Jan Gustafsson. Hi Jan, how is life? Hi Laurent, thank you so much for the introduction. Life is, you know, I'll, I'll never say good, but yesterday wasn't a horrible game. It was a horrible game, but not a horrible day. I won a chess game, then I traveled home, and I watched basketball half of the night, and the two teams I want to win won. So that was excellent. Celtics won, yeah, yeah. and Dallas won. Yeah, we saw we saw that on Twitter. I mean, you were the, the hero on, of Twitter because you just uh, uh, trapped the queen in the... Not in the middle of the board, yeah? But, uh, yeah, that was a nice final position, I would say. Yeah, it, it just makes me less miserable to win a game i've had so many draws this bundesliga season and i'm not sure how for you you're more optimistic you can probably just go go home and be happy yourself but follows me it follows me so i need to win for my sanity once in a while yeah okay and we have also uh, peter peter heine nielsen uh the main coach of uh, magnus carlsen did you play some golf last week peter yeah, uh, I did. And uh, I would think that last week was pretty good golfing, at least uh, on Friday. I think I managed to play up to my sort of 1200 uh, rating so that I, I regularly don't really manage to do that. But I think there I, I managed to play a, a le at, at like 1200 level. So that was good. But I would say more importantly, also, both my kids had uh, good weeks, uh, no illnesses and such. So that was uh, great on the personal front and also I would say this week started well because uh, I was up early and uh, debating with anonymous persons on Twitter and such so I think basically I come up to a flying start. Okay very important question so you, you, your shogi skills are, uh, are better than your golf skills? A completely different league I would say that uh, chess I'm 2600 uh, shogi 1900 and golf like 1200 so there's like a 700 gap between uh, these things but well, uh, I, I would i would uh, I, I would debate the 2600 in chess i mean like uh, it's a number but you didn't show up for for many years and the last i think i remember you showing up like a couple of years ago it was not m mega impressive no i'm not trying to play chess at all so i'm i'm trying to do uh, coaching instead of as you as you mentioned so i mean well yeah, you can laugh as much as you want. Actually, today is the five-year anniversary of me losing a, a, a match to a local player in, in, in France, in Corsica. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> even there I didn't imp impress. So, it's... Uh, no, I mean, well... Yeah. So, but, no, I, I mean, I, like, local player in Corsica, so you still didn't get it. Well, I brought you there. I explained to you that uh, Corsica and France are two different things. I know, yeah, I know, at least in Corsica. But, uh, you are basically Corsican in the eyes of the Corsicans, yes, that's uh, true, I would that's say. True. So, so m five years ago, me and Loang played uh, a match in Corsica. I lost 2-0, uh, but uh, Facebook keeps reminding me of a lot of uh, lovely beast uh, pictures and food pictures. Yeah. So it was a great trip, but uh, it reminds me a bit of the, the concept they have in, in boxing, where you go to some country and you get completely beaten up, but you get a, a nice holiday and some money. And that uh, was probably what happened there. I got completely crushed, but I had a good time. Yeah, no, no. That's, you didn't that's what they do in boxing? They go to countries for a nice holiday? <laughs> I really think so. I think at some point, um, 
I, I was uh, playing the Danish League, but this sort of very famous promoter, Mons Pelle, and then Marco does these boxing shows. And I saw him talk to one of the, the, the boxers, so the foreigners who was fighting a Dane. And he said, ah, it was great you called me, Mons. I haven't been boxing for years. I completely quit. But now you called me and I could go there. And of course, well, the guy had gotten beaten up, but he got a nice uh, trip. He got paid and such. And I think, well, typically these shows, there is like uh, the first 10 matches. The Danes would win anything, everything because they, it's a match match. And then there will be like one main match that's more or less for real. But sort of, uh, I think the starting matches is just a local beating up some professionals who goes and lose more or less. Don't you think, Peter, that you could just dominate chess boxing? <laughs> I thought about it. I think even I have challenged both Sean and Sotovsky online at some point, but now I'm getting a reply. No, but I, but think, uh, I don't think so because it's according to, 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 to weight. I mean, like the category of chess boxing. Well, so this is ki kind of yeah, a bad news for, for Peter with all due respect. Well, Peter has heavy weight, but then he takes everybody else, no? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, the boxing could be a but problem, no? <laughs> yeah, strangely, I think the one who would be uh, the best uh, for that would be my wife. Uh, sounds strange. Um, that sounds strange. Yeah, yeah that sounds strange. But her, her father is actually, I think he's been former Lithuanian champion in his category. And uh, apart from being a chess trainer, he's a boxing trainer. And uh, well, uh, Victoria was doing quite some boxing in her youth. I think at some point when she was told to give some ex sort of uh, very surprising fact about herself to some news channel, she was saying that, well, she actually knew quite some boxing moves and such. So, the, I mean, the, yeah, that you, you wouldn't think that that was... Uh, a problematic challenge, but I think you might be wrong. Ah, I thought you meant as an as an opponent for you, and then <laughs> no, no, that uh, yeah, that was. So there is absolutely Peter no chances to see you in Bundesliga, or there is some chances to to see you. Uh, like, let's say I, the last I, weekend in in Berlin, I guess. Uh, I have actually well, we got a, a circular mail asking who could uh, play in that weekend, and I replied to it that I was free to play, and I haven't heard anything. Yet, so my hunch is that if they find someone else, uh, I'm not going to play, and I think that's uh, a good strategical decision by the captain. Okay. What about you, Laurent? What's your excuse? Uh, well, I'm not supposed to play everything, but uh, yeah, I'm skipping a lot of uh, uh, weekends. I mean, I was asked uh, this weekend, but uh, yeah, I couldn't make mm -hmm. it somehow. I had to. I promised long time ago to draw, to 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 bring my my do one of my daughters to a badminton tournament, uh, which okay. looks very similar to a chess tournament, except you have uh, <laughs> you have rackets and I mean, but the rest I mean, like you have uh, you have badminton court, of course, but the rest is very similar to to the to the chess tournament I was playing when I was young. I mean, the same organization, same people. I mean, like parents are yelling, you know, like uh, looking at their kids uh, very nervously. So it's all <laughs> all very similar, but uh, yeah, uh, that's why I couldn't make it this weekend. Laurent's so smooth, no? He pretends to be a good dad, so we can't attack him for being a chicken skipping Bundesliga. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will show up a few, few more times uh, in the last uh, in the last um, weekends. I'm looking forward to the last one, actually, uh, because... Uh, Will be a nice mm -hmm. event. It generally, I don't know if it's confirmed if it's in Berlin or not, but generally, we all meet up. It's in in Bremen for your information. I, I thought yeah, of seven it was till ten. Bremen. Seven till Five ten in Bremen. In four days. Wow, yes. great! Even better. Okay. Then, uh, ah, yeah, and also congratulations. I think Bremen has made it back to the Bundesliga as well, right? Ah, in football, huh? Yeah. I'm not following. Okay. 
That's good. I did. Okay. Good, good. Okay, we need to talk about something. Yeah. The people care about. What's Ali Reza up to? Yeah, uh, Ali Reza didn't uh, show his best in the Grandchest tour, but I, I can still sing the. Maybe Peter, you can you can go ahead and uh, show your skills of of singing the, the Marseillaise. Uh, because it was played at the end of the first uh, tournament of the Grandchess Tour. Yeah, I, I don't think we, we will go to that extremes. But uh, no, generally, I actually, I finished my weekly chess column uh, yesterday. And I think the headline was uh, MBL's uh, big day. It was basically his best day in, in chess, right? I mean... He's trailing. He's black against uh, the new, now higher-rated uh, French player Ali Reza. He beats him with black, then he wins a playoff. He pockets uh, seventy-seven thousand euros or something like that out of uh, nowhere. I mean, I mean, playing a six-hour game, winning with black, then winning the tiebreaks. It doesn't get better than that, right? I mean, when he woke up in the morning, he couldn't really have believed that uh, these things were going to happen. I mean, it seemed so low percentage-wise, as far as I would say. Yeah, was a nice game against Ali Reza. No, he played a lot of fancy moves in that end game, like rookie three and all kinds of. But was rookie three any nice good? Stuff. Probably not. I don't yeah. know. I didn't check with computer. It looked cool. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. According to the evaluation, no, it was not so good. But he's incredibly good in this. Um, I mean, uh, he's defending and then he's finding some active counterplay. And it's where he's uh, really, in my opinion, very impressive. Uh, Peter seems to disagree, according to. To how he, uh... I just checked the game with the computer. I mean, no, he found some resources quite late. I think Rugi Free was not as good as uh, it looked more fancy than good. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid. No, I also th I wanted to give an ex exclaim from my column, but then I actually checked, uh, turned on the computer. So. Yeah, he's very in a way. Um, Maxime, we will talk about these other ones uh, later. But uh, MVL is very impressive uh, at times. Uh, I can remember some some night of game where I mean it's just his counter attack style uh, is just incredibly impressive and sometimes okay so he played this game against Aonian I'm sure you noticed where I mean only him from the top ten because now he came back to the top ten can lose a game like that I mean like he had no clue in the openings and he's just collapsing in no time uh, that's um, that makes him very weird. <coughs> but um, yeah, he, he needed a yeah. bit of luck. He had, he had this luck against Rapport, where it was more or less even position, where Rapport just blundered a, a piece. Mm -hmm. So, what about uh, uh, Aronian and So allowing him the chance to catch up? We think that was actually still reasonable strategically for them both to make a, a rather quick draw. Or we think uh, that was uh, well. To stay in our in our club, chickenish. I think it was uh, very much uh, chickenish from uh, Aonian, as he was white against Mamediaov, and Mamediaov had a very poor tournament. So why not to play? But from So, I mean, he just played a normal game. He was black against Dominguez. So what? What can you expect? I mean, he's not going to play the the, 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 the model. But the the previous round to honor the chicken chess club, Wesley went seven D takes E five, exchanging everything against the King's yeah. Indian, which. Which was nice because it showed that against the King's Indian, if you work hard enough, you can also force the draw. It's mm -hmm. it's safe now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's seriously speaking, that's how he does things. No, he wasn't gonna go crazy yeah. trying to beat Ali Reza. It's who he is. Like. 
Yeah, he didn't want Aliasa to come back because he was uh, one point ahead of uh, of him. So it's clear. So you are asking me how is Aliasa? It's clear that Aliasa wanted to get some uh, practice. He played every game till the end, but uh, with a very poor result. But to his credit, in a way, uh, we can see that all the uh, future uh, candidates they did incredibly poorly actually. Like Rapport finished last with minus two, Nepo and Aliasa finished with minus one, and uh, Fabi finished with fifty percent. Fifty percent. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you would expect those players to to do. Um, much more points. So, any relation with uh, the candidates coming up? I guess, I guess so. What do you think, Peter? No, it was very surprising to me, uh, no doubt, to to see that uh, the four candidates ending up like that, and that, well, that Karana will end uh, highest rank. At the candidates would have been my guess that he would do it uh, by making fifty percent. Uh, is somewhat shocking, and uh, well, also. Among those four, well, except for them, who, who is left? It's uh, Ding, it's uh, Duda, it's Radyabov, and, uh, pardon my French, who's the last one? Um, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I drew a blank uh, there, but my general feeling is that, well, Alireza and, and Caruana together with Ding is the favorite. So actually that... Well, this is by no means. This was sort of what we call the outsiders it's of the candidates Nakamura, playing here. It's like Nakamura. Nakamura. It's the 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 sort of uh, the the favorite to some extent. I would say that it's more likely that one of these four would win than one of the other fours. Uh, well, because Ding is the other part, it maybe becomes close. But uh, so it was quite shocking to see that. But as we have spoken before, when Karana uh, won the candidates, he actually had a very bad sort of premiere in a way, and. Um, it's easy to forget now with Magnus uh, being most likely out of the cycle. It's clear that the candidate takes up more mental space for even for me. But uh, for those who, who care about these things, one has to remember how ex- extremely important it is that, that their mind is probably that candidates is coming up very soon and such. Then it's it's very distracting. And for many of them, it's a very new experience and such. Only I think Caruana has experience like that, right? So. Well, you can understand it, that uh, their mind, to some extent, is, is elsewhere. There's going to be this narrative, which I usually think is nonsense, that people are hiding their prep for the candidates, therefore they aren't doing so well. I never really believe in that. First of all, hiding prep sounds a bit like an old thing, because everyone's using yeah. the same engine. So if you have an idea to that might get you a good position against a strong player, you will usually use it. Use it, but I do believe that their work schedules will be very adjusted to peak at the candidates. So maybe I'm not sure what the program is, but maybe they thought, okay, this is a getting some practice tournament, and after that we go into serious work mode. I'm not sure. Rapport, for example, he plays Norway chess as well, so there my story doesn't quite apply. But usually that's what people say that yeah, they don't want to show their candidates' openings. Usually I don't quite believe it. I, I disagree with you actually. Uh, I think it's the next month, so wh- why to play? I mean, like, I don't think Aliaza against <coughs> Petrov will play e4, e5, uh, bishop c4. I mean, I don't think it's a- anywhere close uh, to his prep for the candidates. But there are different cases. Let's say Rapport uh, won't have many preps in the candidates, it's my, my guess. Nepo has his prep from the World Championship match. And uh, Fabi and Aliaza, I think they would, if they have some ideas, let's say, uh, I don't know, in Petrov. 
they're not going to play it uh, for this event. I mean, that's pretty clear to me, but uh, maybe I'm No, wrong. that part I might agree with. I don't think they have any big ideas in the Petrov yet. They might come up with something. First of all, Petrov, pretty good. There's always this, this story that people have this hidden big novelty they're saving for the candidates. And we really see it, I don't know, once every five years and then usually against Maxime in the Nidorf, right? Like, <laughs> when's the last bomb yeah. that hit yeah. the Petrov? Right? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we had, we had, I mean, we, we played some, some, some game in, uh, sorry, Peter, I just, I know you want it. <laughs> you make it clear. <laughs> it's pretty well not filmed, actually. But uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Peter Heiner Nielsen has to say something, has something to say, I see on my screen. <laughs> you are missing the big fun here. But look, I mean, we had, we had some idea. I mean, like, we tried something in the match. Okay, it didn't work out, but uh, that was something he, he wouldn't show in the, in the the months before. Let's say Magnus, uh, we had this idea. Which idea is that? Ninety two? No, the the first the first game. Ah, the first one. Yeah, the first yeah, yeah, one. I mean, sorry. it was kind. I mean, like ne Nepo knew the solution, but uh, basically it was. I thought it was a good tie. I mean, it didn't work out, but uh, it was a good tie. So Peter, go ahead, mm -hmm. please. Yeah, well, I'll go back to, I think I was reading interviews with Kramnik back uh, 14 years ago, and he was saying that, well, you need to have some kind of mix that, uh, well, obviously you don't want to play all your prep, but also playing none of it gives also away a lot of info. If you sort of, um, well, if they can just say, ah, okay, now he played the, the Grunfeld, so he's not going to play the Grunfeld in the match. Well, Kramnik did play the Grunfeld before Vichy and not doing the match to sort of misinform in a way. But that there has to be some kind of mix. And if you look at Magnus, for instance, in the World Cup, which was uh, two, three months before the, the, the match, he did play a few Catalans, which he's never played before. And, uh, well, you can argue maybe... It wasn't a great idea to draw attention to that, but he played so many other things, so it also becomes suspicious if you don't do it. I don't think it was done particularly in a strategic sense. It was just that for that match, I think against Jesipenko, it felt reasonable to do it. And I think also with the Duda, for instance, uh, Magnus was playing some marshals and such, which uh, then. But also, we sound like everything is decided by the players by now. I mean, by my experience, they probably have maybe I will do this, maybe do have do that. And, uh, well, I think sort of they might not know it for, for, for real yet, uh, in a way. So I think it becomes a lot of uh, a mix. Uh, and that, well, some, let's say, if you have some kind of bumps, you will not do it. Or let's say if you decided to do Catalan like Magnus, you will not do it consequently before to some extent. Maybe, well, if we go from the, the previous match uh, of Magnus, maybe knight e5 against this topical Catalan. It would be strange to do uh, because it's obviously a one-game attempt that was very important structurally for Magnus' repertoire. So that would have been weird to do. So you it. think but that... Other things would be less important. So you're comparing this prep for candidates to a World Championship match uh, prep. Uh, I, I, I never helped anyone actually to prepare for candidates as Magnus uh, <laughs> keeps. Or World Championships. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, I have more experience in World Championship match, obviously. And uh, yeah, so you think it's more, uh, it's closer. It I think it depends for whom. You think the candidates' prep is closer to a World Championship match uh, prep, which let's say you have to prepare for everything basically. No. Or two well, I've only been at, at one candidates, but I was with two tournaments for Vichy for the World Championship. And of course, uh, well, what Vichy did uh, when he won in 2007 was quite impressive. Um, 
Well, for the white games, we looked at Petrov. We basically thought this is hopeless, and Vichy said, yeah, but uh, only Kramnik and Gelfand will play the Petrov. Okay. Of course, this was his two first white games, was a disaster, but then he kicked ass in the remaining white games. And there you can decide that some problems we will just have to live with, while in a match, well, if you play E4 and you play the same guy, he might just play the Petrov all the time. So it, there is some different things to that extent, uh, I'm pretty sure. So uh, I, I get your point, but uh, I really think it depends on which kind of idea it is. And also if it's an uh, idea with an opening you play anyway, or if you have a completely new concept prepared, I think that would be a bit stupid to, to ruin the surprise value. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just fighting back against the notion that yeah. everyone months in advance has all these ideas and opening repertoires that they don't touch for half a year. Then so much is decided last minute in the moment. And also if something is shown, things are a bit different than 2008 or whenever, because the engine's first line will usually be correct. So the surprise value of people having to figure out something out during a tournament is really gone after you played it once. Like. And I also agree with the point Jan made that, uh, well, name a game that was decided by opening ideas in the recent World Championship matches. It's, uh, there's not a lot of that. I mean, uh, yeah, that's so. simply. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, okay. So, what else do we have on that tournament? Yeah, I don't think it's any reason to panic for the candidates. I was a bit worried to see rapport in that shape because i think in great shape he can be great even in the candidates but we talked about it before sometimes he says at least that he doesn't like playing chess that much and now he has norway chess coming up as well and then the candidates it's a rough schedule for him who doesn't play yeah he, he said that he planned to not to qualify for the candidates <laughs> so he planned his usual tournaments without candidates but then uh, Actually qualified uh, as uh, easily. Uh, yeah, it's it's not disaster again okay, because uh, if if we look at the the, the three uh, co-winners, I mean like uh, they made the plus two and they are worse. I mean like they could be the next on the line uh, for candidates. I would say that if MVL, Aonian or so would qualify, nobody would would say anything. That would have been uh, very very normal, and they already played candidates, so no, it was a very uh, even. I mean like. Uh, very, very strong tournament and uh, really uh, mm -hmm. the top classical uh, tournament of the year. So, yeah, the ratings are more or less the same, no give or take, but everyone's around whatever two seven seventy five, and maybe the guys more focused on that tournament or with having less distractions with the candidates had a small edge, but it could could be the same players next week and it ends completely differently, like so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small. That. It's of course a small. I mean, like oh, a big one. Uh, come back for, for MVL, who had uh, a disaster in this Grand Prix, and now he's uh, winning this tournament, and now uh, coming back to the top 10. So, yeah, it's, it's good for him, and we'll see more of, uh, of him, But I guess. I think Jan is making a pretty good point that, uh, well, maybe let's exclude Magnus from it, but else uh, the top uh, 10, 15. It's rather equal in the sense of every one of them could actually win a tournament. That they show up. No, there is one. Uh, there is one who, who cannot win a tournament. We know it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Jan, you do you feel uncomfortable with this uh, small? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I disagree. I mean, Yarov won plenty of tournaments. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 that we, is true. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fair enough. We can go in that direction a bit later, maybe. But uh, that sort of. Uh, 
that MVL suddenly just wins the tournament. It's not like we don't think it's a major surprise. In, in but sometimes this. he just wins a tournament. No, even when it looked like he wasn't in good shape, he yeah. won this. I, I don't remember tournament names. He won the Sinkerfield Cup. He won something yeah, last yeah, year. Which he won it, mainly in Rapid and Blitz. I think the only... No, but also Classical. Classical is mm -hmm. Sinkerfield Cup, but it was 2017. I don't think he won any tournament since uh, in uh, in Classical. Uh, I mean, like any major tournament. Because at some point it was kind of... Uh, I mean, like now I have Jan Googling it. But maybe he won another one, but I don't think so. I could be wrong, of course. MVL wins the 2021 Sinkerfield Cup. Ah, so that was another classical tournament, yeah? Wow, okay. ever since Ali Reza arrived, you completely stopped following <laughs> yeah, yeah, our just, boy just MVL. Ah, okay, but it was a bit weaker, to my, to my credit. MVL, Caruana, Dominguez, So, Rapport, Zhang, Mamedyarov, Shankland, Svidler, Svirch, yeah, a bit weaker, a bit but it's weaker. not weaker. It was not... Uh, if Gay would win that tournament, we would call it uh, not not a uh, top tournament, super tournament, for sure. Ah, Singerfield is Singerfield. <laughs> Singerfield, I mean, Singerfield, okay. <laughs> no, no, of course, uh, no, of course. So he won, yeah, yeah. but he, do, he doesn't win many tournaments. Let's. Uh, so he doesn't win every super tournament. No, he, he won a couple of tournaments. Is your criticism like it's a third one? Uh, like, but, but that's basically the point. There is so many competing for it that also to win a, a bunch, you basically have to be Magnus. Or yeah, maybe who won more than three Fabio. super tournaments the last five years? Not named Magnus or Fabi. Yeah, no, maybe. maybe yeah. I mean, Ding started to win. I don't think he did. Uh, Ding hasn't played, so it's yeah, but not the last five five years, no. but. Uh, yeah. I think he won Sinkerfield Cup before this. Oh. He won the tiebreaks against Magnus yeah. once, but what else uh, did he win? I don't think so. I remember. He won, didn't he win uh, just before the pandemics? He won in London. And he beat... Uh, uh, Shenzhen and Ogiri won that one, right? He beat yeah. Veyi in a match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure we're adding value for our listeners yeah. right now. And it, mm. It's a good position, actually. We, we can talk about uh, uh, Championship Tour coming up. Uh, Chessable mm -hmm. Masters, you will do fantastic transition. You, 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 you will do commentaries, right, uh, Jan? I think so, yeah. In English, at least some of the days. Looking forward to it. Magnus and Mr. Ding, as usual, I'm extremely well prepared. I've looked in great detail at all 16 players. Could you remind me who else is playing? I, I noticed uh, uh, Mishra, so this is the youngest Grandmaster. I noticed uh, Sam as well. Uh, but wow. this is a bit weird to see Ding playing, no? Uh, is it only me? I mean, like he played this marathon uh, 30 games and now there's candidates in one month and he's playing another uh, online online event, which is, of course, I mean, it's a nice event, but it's nothing special compared to to candidates, obviously, no? Isn't yeah. Sounds nice know. to play. I mean, well, also, what are his other options? The only thing is that probably... He it's not great for his daily rhythm in a way. But yeah, uh, he can rest and prepare. I mean, like, and not wake up at 5 a.m. to play, or 1, 1 a.m. and sleep at 5 a.m. to to play some chess and blunder. But some practice, some online games, like, you could argue if it's good or bad. No, we've done so before with Magnus playing before the World Championship match and so on. And my sources say that Ding is a night owl anyway, so he doesn't okay. mind playing in the middle of the night. Really? He's not like Laurent, who's up at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. and goes to sleep at night. 
You actually yeah. have sources on things. I think it's just daily routine. He's making that happen. Very much so. That's why you, no. you, 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 ask, you ask anybody. <laughs> Come on. I was at a training camp with Ding, so was Loang. I didn't notice that he was a night owl. No. Yeah, because you guys go to sleep early. How would you notice? That is, I, we see him at breakfast. So you're saying he just doesn't need a lot of sleep. <laughs> I don't know. No. My story is falling apart, but I seriously did hear that okay. he stays up late, which is fairly pretty yeah. much everybody's behavior if you're a chess player especially if you don't have a family people stay up late no like it's i barely know any that get up early and go to sleep early what i can confirm is that the ding is a very good basketball player actually this uh, surprised me a bit but uh, i mean he's not big but he's sort of strategically is very good i was very much enjoying being teammates with him so you ran the pick and pick and roll with Ding. Ding is the ball handler. You set a screen and roll to the basket. Exactly. I mean, no, I was very impressed with uh, his moves there, like that. I basically, I just had to stand there and be tall, and uh, Ding would do the rest. Yeah, he was very fast. No, I was. I remember. Yeah. I couldn't see the ball anymore. Uh, that was way too fast for me. I remember that. No, I'm not Ding, surprised. If we do a basketball team of two chess players, we best definitely have to bring Ding. You, you you remember that he got in this camp he got injured after one one football game. <laughs> you, you don't remember my, that? My my, I think you are not allowed to reveal things that could uh, make Magnus look bad. <laughs> so we are crossing the. <laughs> so Peter accidentally l leaks the training camp with Ding, yeah. and now he's saying you can't reveal who got hurt in the training camp yeah. with Ding. I think it's not a secret that it's a training camp. He got hurt. I mean, not anymore. No, that is true. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah, in uh, where you play soccer with the Norwegian people, <laughs> Norwegian guys, uh, the, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. I mean, you have to be ready for for the game. I mean, it's uh, game on, and you play. Uh, there is some yeah. also some some physical action. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I prophylactically hurt my back in the last training camp to avoid the soccer action. Like. <laughs> It's yeah. too much, you idiots, in like 40 degrees in the sun, you're out there running around for four, four hours on some ash court, like it's madness. I, I, I but maybe that's why Magnus is in such great shape. Yeah. yeah. That's so <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, well, we're actually speaking about uh, the upcoming tournament, and you guys were sort of flashing that uh, you're doing commentary, as far as I understand. But, no, uh, Jan is doing Well, actually... Uh, Jan is doing I'm doing some days here. Yeah. I have to oh, go okay. to, to, to Roland Garros, French Open. I'm, I'm, I'm super okay. busy. <laughs> I have to watch some games. No, I'm busier than yeah. you. I'm checking the lineup now. Jordan okay. is in. Anish is in. Wei Yi. Vidit. Shankland. Ah, will be fun. Eric Hansen, who does shockingly well in these events. Yeah. What's the secret, Eric? Uh, it's, it's For me, it's just so strange to type in Hansen when I'm preparing, because that I have been doing basically all my career. And now I have to do it again. But uh, due to a Canadian, it's Ariel. Any Danish chess competitor uh, rival of mine has been... Who's your favorite Hansen? Kurt Hansen, Eric Hansen, <laughs> Suneberg Hansen? Lars Bo Hansen. I mean, there's many. Uh, there. It's, uh, yeah. All ah, good yeah. Sorry, Lars Bo. You should have been. All, all good guys. Um, and such. No, it's just, uh, I mean, I think I have played in a Danish national team uh, match at the Olympiad where everybody except me was named Hansen. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so. But you are the most handsome. 
Well, I would disagree if I could, um, but yeah, I think it's change, ch changing the subject. I don't know. A bit. No, I'm desperately trying. I mean, you guys want to talk about this tournament and what Not you're really. doing. Well, it should be mentioned that I'm actually Magnus's coach and we're going with him to the tournament. Uh, but uh, yeah. The Champions Chess Tour? It's an online tournament. Yeah, is it not? but uh, again, as I will be excused of giving away confidential information, I'm pretty sure Magnus will be playing it uh, from from a location where I will also be present, and which is going to be revealed probably. Oh, poor Peter has to go to Oman or the Seychelles and uh, prepare Magnus for half an hour every day before again, even swimming from time. My, from my perspective, even better place. Okay, that's, that's, that must mm. be suspicious. Vi vi Vikante? <laughs> I like Vikante. Yeah, I know. Kragere. Kragere. No. Kragere. Oh. I May I join you in Kragere? Um, no, just... Uh, no, but it's interesting. I don't know if it's a choice from uh, Champion Chess Tour to have these mixed fields or just the top players. Most of the top players are, are declining the invitation because there's too many tournaments. I guess it's a bit of a mix, but it makes it, to me at least, to have this field, you know, with these young guys, uh, hey, can't send why not streamers, um, you know, people you don't see uh, much in this top two amounts. Nils, even Nils, it's interesting, or I and Tai, Gawain John. I mean, this mixed field uh, makes it more interesting to me. I mean, to, to follow. What do you say watching Nils is always interesting and fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to see how he's doing. I mean, like, I, I'm sure for people, uh, there are. Uh, discovering new players who, who generally, I mean, like, they have a lot of uh, troubles, I mean, because it's tough. Um, but uh, it's interesting, no? Yeah. No, I should explain before people think we make fun of Niels. We've been around Niels a lot, yeah. and he is annoyingly optimistic. And usually any chess stuff, he likes to say, playing chess is always interesting and fun, no matter how it goes, which, of course, is very contrary to my my worldview but it's it's an impressive attitude and i think he means it he just enjoys the game he actually likes playing yeah yeah no, he likes playing he likes analyzing uh he likes mm -hmm. uh eating early i mean many things i mean like he likes sleeping long <laughs> i mean he likes many, he needs his 10 hours no the nips is our boy he's our boy of course yeah we, we like but nips. this idea of having a mixed field i think uh, well some also praised uh why can say for that that it gives uh, a more competitive tournament in a way and, and and such right i mean sometimes if it's a very even field uh and no one is really breaking free then somehow it can be very centered around 50%, right? While uh, with a mixed field, there will be more decisive games and becomes more dynamic in, in a way and such. I think Bike and Sea works well in terms of having the world elite there and then some who is not necessarily world elite to sort of uh, unbalance things uh, a bit. Yeah. And then How do you think this guy Mishra is going to do? Is he going to get uh, roughed up? It's tough to play this for the first time. I would guess. I've never played I have no clue. I mean, I don't know. I saw the controversy about him. I mean, like the controversy. First of all, he became the, the youngest grandmaster. I saw this tweet from from Nippo at the time. He complained about that that he was playing um, that he was playing like uh, in Budapest, but it was a pandemic time, so you didn't have many many options. Uh, always the same players or something like that. So, but I mean, his games. I actually uh, never saw while our producer uh, saying that it's not his, his first time. 
So I guess he didn't do that well <laughs> for his first time. If we didn't even ah, notice. sorry, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, he played, he played, yeah, yeah, he had a rough time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Peter, do you know more about him or? Not uh, a lot, no, no. Again, I will use the usual excuse that uh, my focus is preparing for Magnus's uh, opponents, and uh, he hasn't appeared a, a lot there. So, uh, I mean, uh, well, I will, I will, I will have a look when it's when it's time, and it's time rather soon. I, I cannot add much uh, of value there. Yeah, do we expect, do we, do we have uh, any inside infos, uh, Peter? News from Magnus? Good shape? Good mood? No, not much. I mean, yeah, generally good mood, but, uh, well, fantasy season is sort of uh, come to a close, and uh, Big Hammer has made a astonishing comeback. And that what, he is he's a, behind, I mean, like... Hammer is head of yeah yeah Hammer is Hammer is leading the Grandmaster League in football. Oof, that's Oof, bad. This is, yeah yeah. That's very bad. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. So so that's uh, you know well we can still hope but uh, he's he's definitely the favorite. Uh, also Peter made a very very surprising comeback in our fantasy basketball league. Like, that is true. Peter doesn't know much about basketball. He tends to pick only Lithuanian players, buys them for way too high prices, but then he started crushing everybody in the. In the second half, that was I think amazing. I started beating Magnus, then I lost eight games matches in a row. Yeah, and yeah. Basically, somehow came back and only lost the final. I mean, it was yeah, yeah that was that was. This is very possible because uh, I mean, some of you guys would suddenly take a player I have never ever heard about before, who turned out to be pretty good and such. So, no, mm. this is. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm uh, definitely into fantasy football basketball a bit less because it's too difficult for me but um, we'll see yeah so we had um, let's let's move on yeah okay. we had a private conversation Please. which you wanted to make public peter i think it was about french team in uh, in olympiad you had some who's yeah. playing is ali reza playing no we, we didn't i mean it's not it's not public it's not public so i mean uh, i hope ali reza is playing but are you playing? They want to announce it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like Peter, I don't know what he was. Uh. No, well, I think that there was some debate about uh, well, if France is sending its best team, and it turns out that uh, Laurent is twenty six thirty and uh, Lagarde is twenty six twenty eight, right? And I think that they are fighting for the fifth spot. If where's Jules Moussard? He's twenty six well, seventy. Wow, Musa, uh, so and uh, the the two yeah, guys. Yeah, but do you think it's only about numbers? I mean, really? I mean, like, I mean, it was our conversation. I mean, where where I disagree with you. I mean, like, you only look at numbers, but you don't look at the, I mean, like uh, the team or who has to play. I mean, like, let's say a reserve. When you have two very strong, uh, or let's say three very strong players, yes, then you need a solid guy, for instance. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, like or team speed. Uh, that doesn't matter to you, yeah. It's only numbers, and you put people one. No, okay. not at all. I mean, uh, well, if we're talking about a Peter's player, favorite movie is Moneyball. He, of he only cares about numbers. <laughs> I do care about numbers, but there have to be certain factors. But well, Loang is trying to portray that uh, him being a chicken and being old is qualities, and uh, <laughs> well, that I have to admit I disagree with. No, he's also great for the team spirit. No, he's beloved by everyone. Make sure everyone's well rested, well prepared, to, doesn't party too much. Uh, on the contrary, I mean, he's an old guy who doesn't care too, too much words, about results. Two words, which and will doesn't have to play. He will go drinking with. Them. I, I, I have, mean, have two words no which will annoy uh, Peter' uh, social skills. And, 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 and now you will you will hate me. 
uh, five. I have to prepare the. I have to be a mental coach for for Jan. We hate uh, <laughs> the tournament after one week, maybe. No, 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 not no. at all. I'm always happy when I don't have to play. You yeah, know that. yeah, no, that's true. I'm, I'll be I'm, fine. I'm, uh, no, but but look at it. I mean, the French team always seems to have a good time, but they don't win anything. While the Germans, I mean, well, you are basically killing each other, but you're actually European champions, right? Well, it's been it's been eleven years. No, France came very close to winning the last yeah. Olympian. Yeah. But you you want to say some, something to Peter that would make him hate you, so I didn't oh, need to no, no, that, no, no, just so, social skills. I just remind to to Peter, and he, he doesn't like it. <laughs> so the basic the basic tension underlying this relationship. We're all friends, but Laurent doesn't respect Peter's social skills, and Peter doesn't respect Laurent's intellect. <laughs> so there's always like a bit of tension there, not much, but well, <clears throat> it is there. I mean, yeah, no, I don't. I, I would disagree. I mean, like, okay, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's true that uh, Peter doesn't respect my my intellect, and for my case, I'm not very objective, so I'm pretty subjective. So, yeah, no, no, I mean, you made that point. Like <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is that is a strong statement, in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Do you disagree? <laughs> yeah, to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to stir up nonsense. Apologies. Yeah. It's true though. I would say so. I mean, <laughs> okay. I mean. So um, yeah. So, so so main topic of the of the now now we should move to the main topic of the of the podcast, right? Yeah. Ah, we have already so, done with the. I don't know. Team. I just threw Peter. Peter off guard with this. I'm not sure if he's ready for what's what's wrong with feet. We can have a nap. We can get a coffee, have a nap, <laughs> and come back. <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. Okay. Are you gonna start with Rishi? Or please? Okay. Like well, your coaching career. Sorry? Your coaching career you also started with Vishy. Yeah, exactly. No, well, I mean, of course, the, the big news in, uh, in FIDE is that uh, Vichy Anand, uh, the former uh, world uh, champion, I think, are we talking five or six times? Five times probably, right? Yeah. Uh, world champion is uh, running as the deputy president on Akadi Dvorkovic's tickets. And, uh, well, one has to understand that deputy president is what normally called vice president. It means that if the president resigns, uh, then... Uh, this one automatically becomes the president. Then FIDE also has something called vice presidents, but I think at currently they have 12 of those. Um, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just explaining that deputy president is the second person within the in the FIDE system, and Vichy has uh, chosen to be that uh, for, for Dvorkovic, and that, uh, of course, is, is big news. Vichy is, uh, in my opinion, incredibly respected in, uh, in, in the chess world, and uh, it's a scoop for Dvorkovic having him on his ticket, and uh, especially as uh, the election is going to happen on, on India, that's going to be a big boost, and uh, now it becomes even even more likely that Dvorkovic would, uh, is going to win, for sure. Um, so that um, is one it's thing. A, it's then a big improvement, let's say, from the last de deputy president he had for the last election, which was... Uh, my French uh, <laughs> uh, colleague, uh, Bashar Kotli, so I think it's, uh, oh, I would just add that. Yeah, I have also been, uh, earlier been tweeting somewhat aggressively towards Koyatli, but it's basically Laurent who told me to do so, just uh, to, to give away that info. Um, <laughs> but, but, but back to, 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 to Vichy. 
Um, well, I think on the last podcast I stated that I will always defend Vichy, so I can start by doing that at least. Um, I think it's very logical from Vichy's perspective. Um, when when I started working for Vichy and sort of hoping that he would become world champion, it was clear that uh, Russia had a strong political influence in the chess world. Uh, Vichy had difficulties getting matches and being hurt uh, chess politically. I think we maybe all remember how it was in the Prague agreement uh, that, well, this was played in a tournament in Prague, with Vichy actually won the event, but sort of chess politically he got uh, very, very little. And uh, it was obviously a huge motivating factor for, for me to help Vichy become a a world champion despite uh, his sort of uh, doing badly in chess politics. And I think Vichy understands very clear that uh, in, in FIDE, uh, Russia is the one uh, calling the shots and aligning himself uh, with Russia right now uh, is a way to get a, a lot of political chess influence. And uh, chess is big uh, in, in India and it's very logical from, from that perspective. So, so first question, sorry, uh, just to interrupt you, but uh, no, just one minute. So why, why did he get less than other people in Pagagima and later on I don't think he got anything less than uh, I mean it was more or less fair he, he had to play this uh, after this reunification well reunification he had to win a FIDE world championship tournament but Kramnik was playing the tournament but guaranteed a rematch uh, for instance the years also probably that. having to win this World Cup and then to play Arrested Karpov in the finals. Oh, it was wasn't was also ridiculous. Then there was like yeah, yeah. T 10 years where Vichy was close to being the best chess player in the world, except for Kasparov, and he didn't get uh, a shot at the title. He really had uh, tough times uh, there. I think, uh, well, Vichy became the world champion five times, but probably not when he was the strongest uh, of his. It was, uh, it's very weird in that, but that Vichy was not treated... Uh, very well, at least was uh, the the worldview I had at the time, which I still share, and was extremely motivating in terms of uh, of that. Uh, well, also I think we understood that. Well, let's say he doesn't win the tournament in 2007, then there will be maybe a, a Kramnik to to, to pile of a re rematch, and uh, well, you can forget about getting back to the title within a, in a certain amount of years and such. But um, well, having said these things, of course, um, I disagree strongly with Vichy supporting. Uh, uh, Dorkovic, that's that's not a secret, and I will say that, um, like in 2013, in the match with with Vichy and Carlsen, I I was neutral. But in 2014, he knew I was coaching Carlsen, and if he showed, uh, and then if he qualified again, he knew that we would be on different teams, and a bit the, the same here as a joke. Um, well, I'm still friendly with Vichy after this uh, World Championship matches. So I hope I will be still here. But well, I disagree. I think uh, the chess world should not have a, a Russian leadership and such. But um, I think Vichy thinks it's going to be great for Indian chess and perhaps also good for chess in general to keep Dvorkovic. And I can understand this point, but um, well, my point of view is that chess should um, separate itself from uh, Russian influence and now is absolutely the right time to do so it. So you think it's, you think it's uh, that's the main motivation of Vichy, yeah? to dress is good for chess and good for India? Or what? Well, I think uh, I think for sure that uh, he cares a lot about uh, India and rightly so. And uh, well, that if you want to do things with, with chess and with FIDE, it has to be in, in connection with that. And I think also he understands that it's by far the most likely that Dvorkovic is gonna gonna win. And then, uh, well, that's where the the power and influence lies. It's actually very impressive. So, or, or the, I mean, the money they found in. Uh in no time to organize the Olympiad. I mean, I, I don't know what's the budget of uh, maybe you know you know better because you are checking uh, FIDE accounts uh, on a daily basis, uh, Peter. 
10 million. 10 million, okay. So that's impressive to find this kind of money so quickly. I don't think many countries can do that. It depends. I mean, Norway also found them and such, but... but Germany just found 10 billion to support our poor automobile drivers because the, yeah. the prices went up. So we quickly found 10 billion for that, which puts in, other numbers we're talking yeah. about. In state budget, in it's not a lot. And also Indian state budget, we're talking plus one billion. I mean, uh, well, uh, it is not an absurd amount of money to, to, to that extent. And I think, uh, well, it's going to be an incredibly huge uh, event in Chennai with a lot of attention. So I'm sure they can make a lot of sponsors and, and such. I mean, you remember during the online Olympiads, how much attention he actually created in the Indian media. Imagine how much it's going to be when it's actually happening in India and such. Uh, that, I think, uh, well, for chess world, maybe 10 million is a lot, but I think for the sort of general but The administrative world, region of Chennai or whatever it is, it's probably yeah, I think <coughs> doable. It's, uh, but yeah. still, it's nice to have anybody stepping up because yeah, mm -hmm. you need money to have these events. So back to elections, Peter. Then, if you're not supporting the Dvorkovich ticket, do you support Fiumi? Who are you supporting? I'm not really supporting uh, anyone. Uh, there is no one. So you'll uh, stick to your position. You just root against whoever is in charge. Uh, yeah, thanks for that. I hope there still will be other candidates and such. Um, there are some rumors, no, that someone would show up last minute. Well, there's numerous rumors, I, actually, I um, but I don't have again, I don't have that many sources. I'm sort of uh, somewhat disconnected in a way. But well, Fumi has presented his ticket. Um, he's running with, I think, Stuart Fancy, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, well, even Fumi is uh, being critical of Dvorkovic's ticket consists of five persons. And he says, according to the rules, it can be only two. I mean, Dvorkovic is also uh, with uh, a Norwegian and uh, with, uh, I think, Shushen uh, yeah. as, as treasurer. Shushen, Yuran was on yeah. there. And yeah, and uh, uh, I think Mamadov from yeah. Azerbaijan, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, and Fume was criticizing that. And Fume is also speaking out against uh, Russian influence and uh, more focus on the smaller countries uh, uh, and such. Um, I have to admit, I don't uh, know him much, except for that he was part of of Dvorkovic's ticket the last time. So if they are still reasonably close or if they uh, have had some kind of uh, fight since that, I, I'm not really aware. I have a scenario to, to offer you, Peter, and tell me if you, are, if you are happy with that or not. Let's say Dvorkovic cannot run <coughs> because uh, Russia is sanctioned. And so Vichy decides just to, to take it uh, from there and become, I mean, run for uh, FIDE president himself. and keep the same team let's say replace Vokovic with uh, I mean I don't know uh, anyone else uh, would you be happy about that well, would you su support or I mean the same ticket without the Vokovic generally not I think also well the problem is that things has been built around that uh, well well, Dvorkovic is uh, Russian, but also, well, the sort of, you can say, infrastructure. The money has been coming from Russian sponsors used to pay for employees and such. I would better have a, a more general shake-up so that we actually cut the ties to, to Russia to that extent. Um, but, of course, it's a great thing having uh, Vichy there, uh, that he will be the next uh, president if so. And, of course, it also makes the ticket much more acceptable that should Dvorkovic end up being sanctioned, then... Um, um, 
well, we know who is going to be there and someone who is going to be very well respected uh, and such. Um, so I, I understand this logic, but uh, generally, no, I would like to see a, a complete uh, change because I think, uh, well, we have to distance ourselves. And, and did you Russia. expect, you know Vichy very well, of course, and did you expect him to, to be at some point like uh, at this, I mean, like to, to become uh, deputy, because Fide uh, deputy president? Because I, I thought he didn't like these political games and... Uh, It was boring for him, and I didn't really expect to see him there. Me neither. Okay. Where well, does he stand on transparency? <laughs> ah, this we haven't talked uh, much about, unfortunately. I somehow <laughs> got more into transparency in the last uh, nine years uh, and such. So I don't know. It's a good question. We should uh, we can <laughs> offer him to come on the, the podcast so, and so answer these. Yeah, you can do some scrutinizing questions. You think? You think? Uh, I mean, objectively speaking, like let's say they win the election, which is the most likely. So you will keep tweeting, I guess. <laughs> you think you will remain friends with uh, Vichy? I mean, like, it was too much happening between you guys, or yeah, at some point he will just, uh, I mean, he will just say, okay, this guy just <laughs> could <it> be annoying. <laughs> And I hope so. You hope so. What do you want to But say? Well, I mean, we have worked on different teams in a world championship match. That, uh, I mean, well, uh, was not what we really intended to. We have both assumed that uh, the cooperation we had would last till. Uh, the end of uh, our careers but uh, well we should just kept winning and winning and somehow at some point we, we went in separate directions i really hope that uh, friendships can be separated from some kind of uh, being in different teams at least that's my intention what about your friendship with laurent once you're on different teams will you keep hanging out i don't know but i uh, mean you, you, well, you, you know you will have to pay to, to for my company yeah I think that's how it is in the chess world. You end up on, and in the sports world in general, you end up at different teams at times. But uh, well, that's how how it is. Politics, of course, is a bit different, but not really, I would say. All right. Anything else I have to be roasted about in the FIDE world? Or? I I usually I don't know enough to roast you about FIDE. I have to prepare for more for more critical questions. No, but when is the deadline? Yeah. I mean, the deadline is quite soon, so we'll have a clear uh, picture. I think 7th of June, again, just to, to show that I care about details. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, nice. yeah. yeah, well, there is some rumors of a Ukrainian challenger, and that, of course, would be, be interesting and give the chess world a very clear uh, choice, uh, in my opinion. That, I think, would be good. Uh, well, of course, uh, Kasparov warning w would be excellent, but as far as I can see, there's no indications uh, in, in that. But I think Kasparov would be an excellent uh, candidate. He seems to like Dvorkovic, actually. He's not... Yeah, it seems to. I mean, that was my my, my impression. I mean, since uh, Dvorkovic is uh, elected, we don't hear about him. Okay, of course he's busy with. Uh, we all know what, well, but uh, still, he, he was making a lot of uh, negative uh, commentary in the past, which he doesn't do anymore. So, um, yeah. No, not to that extent. Uh, well, also, Kasparov might have given up on the on the chess world and. Uh, Well, that, of course, can be argued also that chess world is rather unimportant uh, yeah. in these terms. So maybe it matters less, but, uh, but even so. All right. More fee day next week. Um, Guaranteed. What else do we have? We have some questions. Let's see what do we have here. Which opening best describes your characters? Oof. 
I don't know. From here, I would think King's Gambit, probably. <laughs> yeah, for Radio Jan. It's been a while. We didn't see Radio Jan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll make a comeback. Uh, yeah, it's typical. No, for me, of course, it's the Marshal. You pretend to be aggressive and fun, but you really just want to force a draw and go home. <laughs> I, I am I'm really enjoying the, the, the Berlin, actually. So, yeah. I enjoy analyzing the Berlin. I mean... I think the, the pawn structure in the end game is very interesting. You have bishops. I mean, it's very, it's very, I, mean, I, I think the Berlin. <laughs> let, let's fun. face it. I think the Berlin. The Berlin end game is very exciting. The Berlin. The, the Berlin. <laughs> what are we talking about? Our personal character or our chess characters? They are intertwined. Maybe. Are you sure? Always. Yeah. But uh, I think so, but not hundred percent sure. Anyway, we're talking about your personal character. Yeah. I was more preparing for the feeder questions, but I would probably go for something like Catalan, but basically something that only goes for, let's say, very moderate gains, but is very healthy and has long-term per perspective uh, and sort of uh, has a very realistic approach to what's possible rather than gambling for, for bigger things. So I'm trying to, you know, quite modest but also very healthy i would say that's very that, that, that's wow. very modest that's how you see yourself that's very modest, modest but yeah. very healthy no no not on a personal level but more in sort of a strategic choice i mean uh, i'm not trying to become well be very successful but also you try to not completely gamble your future away in a, in a way sort of uh, well, we're chickens I mean, so we like, do try I mean, to uh, I never bought bitcoins because I didn't survival. really believe, uh, I didn't understand it. I thought that could could go wrong and such, right? Uh, uh, never, never. Only goes up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Disclaimer, not financial advice. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, who is the most disliked Rasmus in the top 100? I mean, so the, the, I mean, like, we have, of course, the Joker. Who is the most disliked player in the top 100? Um, that's I mean like the truth is probably it's the most famous guys no I would say it's Carlson Giri Nakamura I'm not sure in what order I, I would think Magnus because he's world champion he's more more liked than disliked but he's also more famous so there will be some haters yeah is this just someone that is disliked by more people than liked or is it just absolute numbers absolute numbers I guess yeah oh I don't know mm. Then I, it has to be these three. You can rank them. I'm very curious what Laurent's <laughs> ranking would look like. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it also depends. Is someone you, who ah, you Ali Reza? Like, Ali Reza? Yeah, like no, no, I don't think Ali Reza is. But it's probably not disliked yet. I mean, yeah, maybe no. it starts a bit, yeah. We know one hater, but we can't reveal him. <laughs> At some point, I mean, again, if I can jump back in history, of course, it was Topalov. Uh, but, yeah. Well, he's kind of recovered yeah. quite quite a bit, I would say. But uh, I mean, there, that, you know, go back. Uh, I don't know. That would be around fifteen years, right? Sixteen years. Uh, you, that would be an easy answer. So, but uh, these days, yeah, it's yeah. But he's out of the public eye now. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm sure that. Well, Magnus is so popular that well, he's so well known that there might be some who likes him and some who dislikes him. I will take a, a gamble and say number seventeen, Kayakin, actually is going to win the. Ah, that's so actually. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, now now it's very 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 clear, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the second part of the question was uh, the the Koshnoi Award was very famous Koshnoi to to yell at you. Uh, if you would win a game or to yell at but people. But says, 
the player who unconsciously has insulted the most players. Korchner very consciously insulted. Yeah, but he so said, let's call it to Korchner. Actually, Korchner, I think, unconsciously uh, offended me because, uh, well, I played him in, in Norway and I thought he's going to offend me after the game. But he was speaking very nicely to me. Which very much gives away. He has absolutely no respect for your chess. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. So I also played him once, and we had a friendly post mortem yeah. and so on. It was yeah, it was it no. Basically, good. thinks that you are not worth the. Yeah, he exactly. actually uh, inserted me a very bad way a few times because wow. I beat him many times. Oh, I'm show, sorry showing, about showing that. Up, showing up. He was saying I'm an idiot and uh, yeah, so on. Okay. So yeah. Sorry, so, sorry, guys, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he had more respect from. My, and then he was writing, I mean, like, it was, I played some classical game and also some rapid games. And he even asked me for the games because he, he couldn't uh, find them in the database. And he was preparing a book about the French defense and he thought it was interesting to, to include both of them. So I hide them it's down. This is very, un, very unbelievable and, to and me. And gave him. He, he, yeah. he was very, he was happy. Okay. But yeah, no, I had a half time uh, with him, clearly. But now uh -huh. this kind of uh, it was very it was very unique, no? Yes, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, mm. I don't know who. There's no one who is sort of really trash talkers in the. I'm studying the top hundred. So am I, but but uh, yeah, there's no name. I, I, I actually I did it before the show because I'm preparing the, the show, unlike you guys. But uh, of course. So who do you have? No, I mean I don't. Well, trash talkers like Levon yeah. maybe a bit, but mainly also in in person, right? It's not like he'll he'll be. Yeah, he's also. Yeah. And it's usually good natured, or at least from. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's think mainly so. trying to be funny. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I don't. Um, yeah, I'm not. Mainly, I don't. I'm not sure if it's mainly, but. Uh, Nakamura, of course, had a reputation, yeah. but uh, I don't know. It seemed where I haven't interacted with him much. He always seemed very mellow recently. I think he's happy yeah. where he is with his stuff. Um, I agree. I mean, I remember, again, plus 10 years back, I was kind of annoyed at uh, Nakamura and thought he was sort of, you know, the enemy and such. But it turned out when you met him in person, he was very friendly. And when he spoke mm. about politics, you seemed to agree and such. I mean, it was uh, was difficult to somehow. Yeah. Up That's always the way into Peter's heart. If you share <laughs> any of his political positions, you're in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, I mean. No, we're. I'm not actually not trying to dodge the answer. I don't know if there's no, anybody very hated or um, talking a lot of crap. Magnus talks quite a bit of crap, but he's not—he's not hated, I think, because he's so good. Like being good yeah. also helps. Yeah. Ali no, Reza, I think, has potential to become a new supervillain, but he's not there yet. If anything, the chessboard lacks it a bit, sort of. I mean, there's not this, uh, you know, Kramnik uh, Topalov uh, kind of tension and stuff like this. Uh, yeah. That's I don't know. I mean, Let's move on. We can. Let's move on. What else ah, do we have? Which top 20 GM do you consider the most likely not to be able to swim? That's an excellent we, we question. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. You disagree? Ah, that it's an excellent question. Yeah. I don't know. Magnus can swim. We've seen yeah. it. Ding, you guys, you guys hung out with Ding. You probably know. He's very sporty. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. No, I would yeah. pick up. If I wouldn't know, uh, we, we talked about it, but uh, MVL. 
Uh, I know he's able to swim, but clearly he would have been one of the favorites. I, I, I would pick Wang Hao. I think I've seen Wang Hao swim. With so many and Mamediao of Shaq. Yeah. I don't know. Because Shaq is always really? doing unexpected Shaq things, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he cannot, cannot swim. I cannot. I, I would think Mamed Yarov has a giant pool somewhere in Azerbaijan yeah, yeah. where he enjoys his, yeah, that's so, that's his rounds. Okay. So probably everyone, yeah? Uh, no, maybe Anish thinks it's a waste of time. Ah, yes, Anish. No, but I'm, I don't could. think I've seen him swim, but I'd be surprised no. if he could. Rapport? Ah, I think they can all swim, yeah. actually. Also, usually... Yeah, I can't think of anybody who I would suspect not to be able to swim. No. Vishy, Peter, have you seen Vishy swim? I think so. Uh, I'm not sort of having a, a clear mental picture, but I'm pretty sure that we have gone to <laughs> such places. Not the first time we've heard you. Uh, you, have, you don't have a clear mental picture. Uh, uh, the training camps and such. So that's very much my impression. But uh, Yeah, I that's again, not something uh, you notice, actually. I more pay attention to trends and opening developments and such, yes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> he keeps trying to sell us that story. <laughs> Only focused on the chess openings. Okay, the sad answer is we think they can all swim. Yeah. All right. We're, oh, so, we're, we're late yeah. in the episode. Tales from the training camps. I don't have Come much. On, that's your favorite Either topic. The saucisson story. It is my favorite topic, but... Um, what was the saucisson story? So we were in Kragere. I think this was before the 2016 match. Yeah. And Laurent, as mentioned on the previous episode, wasn't thrilled about the food options there. Like to get this menu with healthy, tasty food every day, not great. So he prepared and he brought a very big saucisson, which is the French word for for sausage. Is Come on, I mean, yeah, yeah, please stop it. Like Peter and Magnus, <laughs> build, don't build, be crazy build. because they say, oh, it's very good salami. And you know, this has nothing to well, do the with the build-up was that before the the match we had a training camp in uh, Samat. No, sorry, not in Samat. We had it in uh, oh, this uh, French city who has the Winter Olympics a hundred years ago. What is it called? You're asking me, huh? You think I'm going to? Yeah, help, I'm yeah? asking you. I have no idea what you're. Yeah, talking. no, we were no, at no. some training camp. I, I don't. I will Google it. Chamonix. 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 But yeah. Yeah, we had a training camp there where I think me, Magnus, you were there and Maxim, probably, you being Lohan. Yeah. And we were we were training there and such. And we went into some speciality shops and bought, uh, well, uh, saucisson, which are uh, French salami, as we call it. But <laughs> they're sort of this de delicacy and we was eating that. And that somehow, no, we liked it and it became a, a special story. And it's something that you have to cut with a sharp knife because it's a rather hard salami as far as I, yeah, exactly. I understand. No, but it's not salami, it has please, a very stop this. I has, well, anyway. We should mention, we do really enjoy saucisson, yeah. we just yeah. know that it drives the crazy if you call it sausage or salami. You can put so it into doing. Google Translate, I think, pretty sure it... it, it Wurst. Trans tra translate it with, with sausage, yes, or salami. <laughs> but sort of, that was, uh, well, we had quite some, some internal jokes about that at the camp, and I think we were pushing Laurent to sort of, well, bring some to Chicago, you always come... No, no, no. We were pushing him. He just brought it for. Right, maybe he just he just brought it yeah, and such. Yeah, and then I think two days before the match, I'm having a a pretty important conversation with Lorang about some specifics in some opening. Um, <laughs> Come on, yeah, uh, making sense. In, in, <laughs> sounds, in some, some opening up. and such. 
and and we're talking about it and chatting about it and suddenly he just goes completely blank and i thought what what's happening and then uh, Laurent said that well he just had a huge saucy song as accident <laughs> so apparently he he caught himself in the finger i asked sort of uh, well well, what's happening? Yeah, I said, well, a lot of blood. Oh, come so on, what's next? I want to the hospital for five days. No, no, but you, you there was a lot of blood. And your boss. You disappeared and you you were taken to the yeah, reception to get some help. Boss such, making right? stuff. I mean, like, I'm... I no, I was quite be, puzzled. I was, uh, I'm, I'm never lying, actually, in that show. I think I'm the only one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sitting there in New York. Yeah, no, that's true that I cut myself. But it was not, it was a minor. And, and, and we were well, not talking for together you to... when I did that. I remember clearly that Jan was very excited to, to the... tell you the story over the phone. I mean, like... <laughs> you, you went to the reception. I think that is true. I went to the reception, but, yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah, to take some... Yeah, yeah it was just... But, so... yeah. but you would say it was still worth it for getting the saucy song, like you risk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was well. nice to have some... Yeah, I enjoy it. In general, I'm eating saucy song uh, on a regular basis. Uh, luckily, not every day. We burn one more sto- one more story concerning the reception in Krago, or not? Should we wait for yeah, later? later? No, sure, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think the reception in Krago at that point already didn't have very high thoughts about the, the chess players because I think two years earlier we had a, a camp uh, that included Jun Ludwig Hammer. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, well, Krago is sort of in a uh, nature uh, sort of uh, place with quite some wildlife and such and um, I think uh, at some point Hammer comes running into my room and says please come and help Peter I said, okay what's, what's the problem well come to my room and help and it turns out that uh, there is a frog in his room because his door has been open <laughs> and such and uh, well we're debating how do we get the frog out of his room and such so uh, well, we don't know what to do exactly. Both of us are pretty scared. It is a big frog, one has to admit, and such. And uh, I think uh, the solution is, why don't we call the reception? So so Hammer, sort of while I keep the... Well, I don't attack the frog, but I keep it cornered in the sort of, you know, so that it can't really escape. I don't know why we would prevent it from escaping. But, uh, well, Hammer calls the reception, and it's some young girl answering, and Hammer says, well, there is a frog in his room. She says, well, maybe let it out. He says, well, it's kind of a big frog. <laughs> And so, well, it turns out that just this, this, you know, young girl who is, uh, I'm sure, 10 years younger than me and, and, and Hammer just comes and takes the frog and takes it out of the room. She's but 10 years younger than you and Hammer? I would say so. I, I'm just trying to say that uh, us mature... You're just trying to say Hammer and you are the same age. <laughs> While you have 17 years. <laughs> no, not years exactly. exactly. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Knowledge. Maybe. That's a good, good point. 17 years. You're right. Maybe actually mm-hmm. eight, 17. But uh, no, well... Yeah, so the the the, the frog uh, was uh, saved and led out back to nature, and uh, me and Hammer could go back to work feeling physically safe. This was his Hammer days. Maybe I will come up with a so tale from the tank camps. Generally, I don't think they part- actually they particularly miss us up there in Krager. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now it's the main interest of the show: chickens of the week. Oof! <laughs> you 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 love it, Jan. We know it. No, I think of it as a positive yeah. thing. Yeah. I just don't. Well, don't that's good have because any. I'm gonna nominate you. Yeah, me you. too. Excellent. I mean, well, you just wow, made you're a so long. lazy. You make one draw in Bundesliga, and no, but I mean, the previous show you spent a lot of t- time talking about. Well, you play someone lower rated with, you know, with black. I have to take risk, but I don't really do it and such. And uh, you know, 
exactly that happens this weekend, right? You play Bunch. Well, you are former colleague as, as Bundestrainer, but uh, well, you managed to get a symmetrical position and repeat. It's well, that's what you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Very hard some... to make a move there. Yeah, I think that you should not end up there. Ideally. Yeah, I, I do agree. Can't help myself. Although that game, I didn't feel too terrible about, frankly. No, um, but that's yeah. But from an equity perspective. I mean, a different strategy would give you more than 50% equity, you agree, right? That that I agree with. It's just in in practice, making a move is not so easy. Like, I regretted uh, playing knight c6, because then after a3, bishop e7, it came back to memory that knight d5 just makes a draw there as well. So I went bishop yeah. d6, but he goes for the symmetrical position. But yeah, of course, you come up with narratives to justify your chickenness, like I'm not going to deny. Bit it is very hard for to be called out by Laurent, who averaged in no, his good times about that. 21 no, moves in no, Bundesliga. No. For <laughs> no, that's true, that's true. That I'm in Bundesliga especially, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm asked to be solid and uh, okay. I, 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 I don't <laughs> yeah, need yeah, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> just following. No, just so following I, I wanted to plug your uh, perpetual uh, podcast, uh, which was very nice. I mean, we both enjoyed it, uh, Peter, and uh, we had That's a good true. time listening to it. But I thought Thank your you. your your, <laughs> your story about uh, our celebration after the match <laughs> was really not, uh, um, let's say. It was, you didn't lie, let's face it, but you didn't, you, you, you didn't tell uh, everything. So that was a bigger party than what you claimed. But uh, do you, do you want to tell, tell everything? Which parts did I forget? <laughs> I can't even remember what, what I said. Like, no, we, well, let, let's I say that I, we didn't leave at 11 and uh, had a walk on the beach. That's what you, you said. Yeah, we, we, had, we had a few things and I think we, we deserved it uh, after the match. Of course, always after the match. <laughs> so we had a so you're you're calling me out for chickenness for not calling you. No, not you. I mean, like with some members of the team, not all of them actually. Uh, so we had a few things after the match. Sounds like a stretch. I'll accept the award, but for ex for not pointing out to excessive partying that didn't happen after the Thailand match, that is a very strange reasoning, even for your standard. Excessive party, which didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will um, have the same. Anyway, Jan, who you're nominating? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't want to nominate myself. That would be too chicken a move. Who did it? But you, 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 you don't like it, yeah? Simply. Chicken. Yeah, I mean, what? It, 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 it's what you explain in the podcast that you, you don't. This part of the of the show, this chicken of the week, you simply don't enjoy the, the process, yeah. I don't like it since you're making it a negative thing and I don't like calling out people for who they are on a on a weekly basis. Of course you can say, yeah, Wesley made a made a quick draw with White against Ali Reza. Like we know how he plays. Um, but I had him last week as well. <laughs> so someone make a quick draw. Sorry, we can't prolong this forever. So Jan is me, nominating himself. Me thinking, I'll, I'll, I'll choose myself because I don't have anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations with the hat trick. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. This means a lot. <laughs> no, I almost nominated Peter, actually. Oh. What about Laurent for not playing Bundesliga because he had a badminton <laughs> yeah, no, tournament I mean for Peter his daughter? Because, uh, like last time, Laurent nominated Giri for not qualifying for Grand Chester or something, right? His reasons of, actually become mean, more and more. <laughs> yeah. No, because one anyway. of the last week you did nomi nominate uh, yourself, Peter, for a good reason. 
and uh, I think I, I will use the same reason next week if you don't do something about it. Uh, I have honestly so oh, it's a threat. So Giri's uh, story. Ah, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. Any closing statements? What's coming up here? There's Champions Chess Tour. Then Norway Chess is coming. There's a lot of chess. Yeah. Candidates aren't far away. Yeah. FIDE election deadlines. Hmm. That's that's your Super Bowl, <laughs> June seventh. Exactly. 7th. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. We leave it at that, Laurent. Yeah. I will be in Marseille next stressed. week, and uh, I will go to Roland Garros before. So I mean, will you do a meet and greet in Marseille with Chicken Chest yeah, Up for sure. fans? For sure. Well, Come to Marseille. Yeah. You will see. I, w- I will. I will probably uh, have the next episode yeah. from my window. details on the official Chicken Chest Club yeah. Twitter account. <laughs> Meet Laurent Fressinet in person. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> Until next time. week. Okay, bye bye.